You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Wednesday afternoon. Let's turn to our next guests uh, of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to hear about a new film called Blue Island, which is a documentary that follows the unrests and the protests that have been happening uh, here in Hong Kong. And I'd like to welcome on the program the film's director, Chan Chi Woon, and producers Peter Yam and also Andrew Choi. Welcome to the program, uh, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you so much. We are also on Facebook Live as well so join us there Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the Facebook page and feel free to, to weigh in and, and join us uh, in the conversation as well uh, just a bit of background for our listeners uh, Chan Chi Wun and Peter Yam had previously uh, worked together on their award winning documentary film called uh, Yellowing uh, back in 2016 and the film has won the Shinsuku Ogawa Award at the Yamagata International Documentary Film Festival it was also nominated for Best Documentary at the Taipei Golden Horse Film uh, Awards and qualified for Best Documentary Feature at the 2019 Oscars. So congratulations on that. And Andrew Choi, of course, was also one of the producers of 10 Years, which is a local Hong Kong movie featuring five short films uh, revealing a fictional Hong Kong, if you like, uh, in 2025, which is just five years from now, uh, depicting a dystopian city where residents and activists face crackdowns from Iron Fist rule and the film was of course uh, the winner of the 35th Hong Kong Film Awards for Best Film. Um, so three wise men joining us uh, this <laughs> afternoon. Uh, maybe uh, Chan Chi Wun if I can start off with you first. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Blue Island. Uh, what is it about? Mm, uh, hello I'm Ji Wun. Uh, actually Blue Island start, I started working in Blue Islands uh, three years ago and I follow three old middle-aged men it is like a close look at today's and the past of Hong Kong through the personal experience of the participants in 1967 riots and escapees from China's Cultural Revolution in 1973 and also a witness of the Tiananmen crackdown in 1989. And I want to see how their experience and memory affects their life and do they believe in what they believe in and how they react to today's protests. And also, there is also some conversation with today's young protester and at the anti-extradition bill movement through the reenactments of the memory of my protagonist. Yeah. Mm. How did you find these characters? How did you find these people? Uh, I think uh, at that time, so after the uh, Umbrella Movement, like two years later, and then Hong Kong is experiencing a very depressing times. Uh, like our lawmakers are disqualified and seems uh, people didn't go to the street anymore. So that's why I started to looking for someone who have similar experience, like a very big protest or big political events after that day how they experience their time afterwards. So I started to looking for some old people and I, th- I asked them a question. What do you think about uh, 30 years ago? What do you, do you still believe in what you de- believe? So um, I started to searching in, in online and also from newspaper. Actually, they they are usually quite, quite often speaking about their memory. So it's easy to find that kind of story. So I, I reached some of them and then uh, found out some of the protagonists. Yeah. And, you know, it's very interesting. There's almost that parallel, what's happening now, what happened in those different times, the mm-hmm. Cultural Revolution, uh, Tiananmen. There's almost, you know, that uprising that, you know, people wanting to um, wanting to go against uh, the, the government in, in, in a way, you know, don't agree with the government. And there's that uh, parallel. 
finding those people to talk were they willing to share their stories what happened now and what happened before and how they feel about current events now yes i, I think it is also very impo- important topics like how they change and how they react to today's products so because maybe they made money in between before and now and they don't want yeah, you know the young people the to story. make a mess of hong kong <laughs> you know yeah yes this is some of the story so um and uh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I follow them for their daily life and to see if there are any like uh, the memory affects their life, and also this for thirty or forty years how they change. So yeah. uh, this will in, include in my film. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course, Peter and Tiwan, you you worked together for your previous film, Yellowing, in the whole climate of what's happening in Hong Kong now. You know, w- w- with the national security bill being drafted, how easy or how difficult is it now to get funding f- for your film now, or or how does it affect the creative space? So my answer, right? Eh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Funding, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's very difficult for us to reach out to people and, and to gauge their interest about doing a film about protest and very sensitive subjects to many of those people who have properties, <laughs> may I add. And so, uh, but uh, we just, uh, we are in the middle of a quite successful Kickstarter campaign. Uh, we have successfully raised to our target money and so we are really grateful for people coming over and 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 may i share some of my personal experience uh the people from my primary school from my year one primary school coming back to me and asked to donate money so we we kind of surrounded with a lot of love from the hong kong people and also from from, from taiwan and from uh from U.S., from London, from Germany, and from Amsterdam, and there are even groups in in Malaysia. They they comes together and and try to you know do this uh, beat for us. And so it is a it is really a very grateful uh, um, uh, experience for for our team, and to experience all the people you know trying to uh, give us help to give Jiwen's uh, help to finish the film. Yeah. Yeah. And given the sort of uh, the, the drafting of of the national security law, are, are yeah. you worried? I mean, w- what are the impacts um, of, of this on creativity? You know, does it restrict your creativity in any shape or form? Well, um, for sure. I mean, in the back of our mind, I mean, even for a few years back, we've been we knowing that uh, our subjects and and our films are kind of sensitive, and but then uh, we decide to go ahead. You know. Um, uh, in a way, I think we we have an obligations to our future Hong Kong people to know what happens, what is the experience of Hong Kong people in 2020, in 2014, in 2016. And so uh, we sort of feel like a little bit obligations, if I can speak for the group, <laughs> that we should do this story no matter what. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on that, um, Andrew? I mean, you were the producer of 10 Years, which is a, a, a very contentious film, uh, but uh, critically uh, acclaimed. You know, it received a uh, you know a lot of uh, praise for for that. Has the climate changed? Um, you know, making that film back then and and this film now. Well, well, definitely. When when we first make the film in two thousand fifteen, uh, um, nobody know who who we who we were, and it was just small films. 
uh, imagining the future. Unfortunately, uh, when we released the film, uh, because of the 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 incident happening that period of time, including the Cosplay Bay Bookstore events, um, our film become very sensitive and very political. Um, but I think it's really because of, of Hong Kong it has become more political uh, five years ago after the Umbrella Movement, and of course, of course, after ten years. Uh, all filmmakers blame ten years, including them, yes, <laughs> that, sure that, that they 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 don't have the opportunity yeah. to release yeah, the film we, in in theaters yeah. because they of started, us. <laughs> we started this, us, yeah. uh, so yes, I think the 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 space for for creativity is is less and, and less, and I think the 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 national security law will will definitely impact uh, Hong Kong. But as I always said, I already make ten years. What else <laughs> I can't do? So, so I think Blue Island is a very important film about the the past, the present, and the future of of Hong Kong. And I think we, as as Peter said, no no matter what, we will continue to do what we believe. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Zewon, Peter? Are, are you worried about about the future? Yeah, I think everyone worries. Not only a film director, but all walks of life. Um, but we grow up in a free city. We can speak everything we want. So. Yeah, we just have to for now but mm-hmm. we, we just um, like doing what we used to do so mm-hmm. um, I don't know just keep making film yes mm-hmm. yes I, I don't have a hobby to you know to scare myself so uh, I try no, not like para- to paragliding <laughs> yeah <laughs> unless there's really the golf is off in, in a way now right now right now they're really intervening into our life but uh I think I'm going back to the obligation again. I think as a filmmaker like Chi Won, I think as a producer like Andrew and ourselves, we feel like we are in a situation and a position to tell the story. And it's very important to tell the story. And we will try to do uh, whatever we can. You know, uh, Chi Won has been talking about he has the idea of doing Blue Island for three years, and we have been working for three years on this project. I know for some documentary, it takes maybe 10 years, but uh, I mean, for us, we have, we have really give everything we have to make this thing happen. Yeah. And, and we are very grateful to have Andrew to come aboard for us, you know. How did you all meet then? How did Andrew get roped into this? So some romantic story, right? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the well, Stanley well, Park and bicycle with Jiwen. And well, I, I I met Jiwen at, at Vancouver when when we were both at the Vancouver International Film Festival. Um, I was showing uh, Ten Years, and and he was showing Yellowing, and and we two Hong Kong people were in Vancouver uh, staying in a nice hotel in downtown so we we went out to bike at Sandy Park we went to <laughs> dinner every night oyster right <laughs> oyster and champagne and all nice a bit of romance <laughs> yeah, really great moments you know, the candlelight that, that's how I met yeah. Matthew and, and Peter interesting uh, uh, I, I met him back when, when 10 years was released but actually we were both we went to both university in Canada um, yeah. uh, but we didn't we didn't we didn't met back then yeah because well he was a very famous a alumni. Uh, older than so him. So I, I charge. But we have a lot of. Uh, yeah, I go over friends, to him and say, oh, no. Common you, history. So no, no, no. He's a very famous alumni in my schools. <laughs> and, and as I go to introduce myself, I am Peter. Do you know me? And no, no, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> so, so that's yeah. how we met. Yeah. yeah, that's how we met. But I think, I think more importantly, I think we, hmm. we all share the same 
idea on on how we want you use film to tell stories about Hong Kong. Uh, mm-hmm. um, no matter is the, the the history or or the imagining the future. So that's why I I, I I'm really glad that I joined uh, Blue Island as a producer, and I really hope hope this film can be be successful and and re- impact more people in Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah, there's something unique about Hong Kong films. Just as we think, you know, it maybe you know. Who's going to watch Hong Kong film? Is it just for Hong Kong people, people living in Hong Kong? Mm-hmm. But there's also a, a, a big market overseas. People uh, in other countries or in other places are genuinely interested in Hong Kong politics. Did you find that? Do, yeah, do- oh, yes, of course. When when I, I was um, showing 10 years, we went to a, a lot of international film festivals. And, and people around the world, first, they are very interested in Hong Kong cinema. Because Hong Kong cinema used to be a very yes. famous, of course, more on the entertainment side. But uh, when when we were doing Q and A at the film festival, a lot of people ask questions about Hong Kong, about the the current situation in Hong Kong. They really care about Hong Kong. They really concerned about uh, Hong Kong, and they really appreciate what what we show in in our film. I think I'm sure for for Yellowing and other films that that Peter and and Ji Won has has involved. Yeah, so so I think this film also has a a international so-called market maybe in 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 terms of the f- film festivals or other <laughs> release maybe we will show this in in overseas. Yeah. Yeah, you you're absolutely right. I'm I'm often surprised at how many people, you know, will, will say, "Hey, Noreen, how's it going in Hong Kong? You know, what's happening?" And there's a real concern from overseas friends, you know, who who are Concerned? Have you found that as well, Peter? Yellowing is a a very good experience because we do a very good distribution in Japan. We go to theaters and also we sell it to uh, Taiwan TV stations, and so that uh, actually Yellowing reached quite a lot of uh, overseas audience. So it is very good experience. And for Blue Islands, uh, during the production period, uh, we do quite a lot of pitching in overseas festival like Busan, Korea. Film festival and Taiwan Golden Horse and also go to Europe and then we try to uh, get more money to get put in the production, but also it is a good way that we can keep telling the story to the overseas audience and then I I I can see how the audience interest about Hong Kong. They think that Hong Kong protest is very timely. They want to know more about it. So I think not only um, today's Hong Kong, but I I really want to tell them more about. The turbulence part of Hong Kong from the past to now, and why Hong Kong people going to street uh, to protest now? Yeah, Peter. Yeah, I mean, uh, basically, the story of Blue Island is about you know this very phase of the cities under much conflicts. I mean, you can refer even to U.S. I mean, they are sort of under a cloud of the life matters and that sort of thing. So, social movement has you know is popular in sort of you know everywhere. So. They can certainly find common elements with our films, even they don't know about the, some of the details, you know. But then they can sort of get the feelings, and and I think one of Chiwen's uh, strength is doing some of this uh, ordinary people's story. He finds some really interesting and very touching things about the youth in Yellowing and also those old peoples in in Blue Island. And I also want to stress on, Blue Island is not old people film, okay? Say, it's not old. It's no, not old people, not, you know, okay? I want to <laughs> stress on, it's a re- we really have many young 
young energy in this film <laughs> because we we're using some of those young people and try to portray some of those characters. So um, I think he has a string to tell the story, and and I think the international audience, like the film festival, uh, Jiwon just mentioned about, we went over and they were thrilled and they were very expected to see our our final products. Yeah, yeah. A- a- absolutely. Um, and, and finally, uh, but before I let you go, you know, um, this is you don't receive any sort of funding from from anybody. It's just self funding completely, and you're relying on donations to make this film at the moment. Uh, we do receive some of the institutional supports from for sure. I mean, uh, the usual gain. I know we do have supports from uh, institutions, but then uh, it doesn't it doesn't come close to what. Because we it's expensive to it's make expensive a film. It's expensive to make this film. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, remind our listeners once again how we can um, find out more uh, about your film. <laughs> Have you got thank a website? You so much. <laughs> Please go to Kickstarter <laughs> and find Blue Island. <laughs> it's still open till uh, I think the sixth of, of July. July. Yeah. 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 I, I want to really give thanks to our team. You know, we really have a lot of people behind us and working on our team, the Kickstarter team. I mean, we have three to four people you know, working full time you know, and Jiwon himself providing many materials for the pitch and, and so um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, find you on on Kickstarter. Have you yes. also got a website as well where people can find out more uh, about your film? Yeah, as we well. do have a Blue Island uh, website and also Facebook page. So you can search Blue Island in Facebook and then you can go- get all the information there. Excellent. And they are running a Kickstarter campaign, so you can go there and check out their work. Meanwhile, thank you so much, uh, gents, for your time this afternoon. And we were speaking to the director of Blue Island, Chan Si-Woon, and also uh, producers of the film, Peter Yam, and also Andrew Choi. Many thanks uh, for your time today. Thank you, thank you ma'am. And for more information, you can go to uh, their Facebook page as well. You just search for Blue Island Movie. Many thanks uh, again. And I look forward to uh, seeing the finished product. <laughs> a quick look at